This is XN Anderson. Welcome to the Principal Podcast today. You know, one of the best things that my dad ever did for for me, for my brothers and sisters, was he had he had read somewhere, and I think my mom had read somewhere about a boy who was paid two hundred dollars a year not to watch TV, and my parents decided to do this with myself and with my brothers and sisters. And so they said, you know what, we'll pay you $200 not to watch TV for a year. Now they had a couple of exceptions. You know, we got to watch the A team, which I thought was an interesting exception. And sometimes we got to watch another comedy show, but um, most of the time we didn't watch TV and, you know, occasionally we could watch a, it wasn't totally strict. We could watch a little bit, you know, like a, maybe a movie here or there with my parents on a VHS or something. But what it did is it has freed up a lot of time to do other things. Um, and I think right now, this is a huge, huge, uh, it was, it was a huge blessing to me. Let me just tell you what I mean. I mean, I remember because we couldn't watch TV doing a lot of reading, um, which I think helped me later on. I remember sitting around, we had some encyclopedias and sometimes I just read the encyclopedias for hour after hour after hour. And it was really interesting because it would help me broaden my uh, perspective. So I'm super, super grateful to my dad. We did this for years. Now, when we'd get the, the $200, my dad would, um, you know, he'd tell us, well, you got to pay your tithing on it. So I'd pay $20 of the 200 tithing and say, well, whatever's left over, we got to split up and save it. Um, and so we had two different savings accounts. And we put a third of it in one of the savings, third of it in the other savings. And it was for uh, things that we wanted to do. Like, uh, well, one was for mission, one was for education. And then the other $60 we could just spend on whatever we wanted. So if you got $200, you ended up, you had 60, you could spend on whatever you wanted because you have to tithe it and you have to save it. And, and taught that principle it was really nice. Um, and so for years and years we went and, you know, when you're in, uh, when I was, you know, you're just a young kid in the eighties, $200 was a lot of money. <laughs> I thought that was great. Well, um, I think that not having to be entertained by a screen all the time was something that was such a huge, huge blessing. And again, I'm so grateful for my dad for, and my mom for teaching me that to not let the screens take over even though it was, it seemed like it was a mild bribe, right? <laughs> you could argue, um, but it was a good thing. And uh, you know, one of the things that I've passed on, and Mike, you know, we just don't watch that much TV in our family, and I think it's a real blessing. One of the things that my, let me just give an example. One of my children, um, my son, and I like to play chess together. So we play a lot of chess. He likes it. I enjoy it. We'll talk about strategies and how to get people in checkmate and how to, you know, what are good strategies to, to play? Well, um, the other day, um, you know, and most of the time I beat my son, sometimes he'll beat me. He's 10 years old now. And, uh, but the other day, my son beat me six times in a row and it was a little hard for me because at this point I was really trying. I mean, I was really trying to beat my son and I'm what I would consider fairly good at chess. I've been playing my whole life and I enjoy it. And, 
you know, I, I could beat him and we, I taught him all about strategy, but he's now to the point where he is better than I am. One of the things that I, I told him too, and I said, you know what? I'm so grateful that you're beating me at chess because as a dad, I want you to be better than me in everything. In fact, as a dad, if you're better than me at everything, then I've hopefully succeeded as a dad. And so I'm, I'm glad that you are. So I kept playing him because I thought I'm going to see if I can still beat him. And we have fun doing it. Um, but I think that's a message that's important to tell our kids too. You know, um, I want you to be better than me. And I sincerely do. I want them to be better than me. It's kind of like when your kids beat you, you still win because you hopefully have taught them. And so don't be insecure about letting your kids get better than you. My, my, my 10 year old son is now better than me at chess. I believe um, I still might be able to beat him here or there, but I can tell, I mean, he was doing brilliant moves. He was putting me in for any of you who know much about chess. He was putting me in double and triple forks. He was putting where I had to choose between which piece I was going to leave. And there's one game where I almost had him in checkmate and uh, he could tell that I was really close to getting him. He just continually kept putting my king in check and check and check and check and check so that I have no way I could do this final last move to get him in checkmate. And finally things arranged in such a way where he could put me in checkmate and won. It was brilliant. Um, but this, um, this thought that your kids can be better than you is what we, we want to teach our kids. Say, you know, I want you to be better than me. I want you to not make mistakes that I made. Um, I want you to know that I love you and support you unconditionally. But I um, hope that someday you'll be better than I, I am in everything. Um, so that's the thought today. Thought was kind of a double thought. You know, maybe consider ways to get rid of your TV, get rid of your screens. Maybe you have a separate... Um, a place where you can put your phones, consider getting some ground rules about screen time. You know, I'm going to add one more thought to this podcast today. Um, I read a book or actually I have not read the whole book, but I've, I was introduced and have skimmed a good portion of the book called the tech wise family. It's an orange book and it's called the tech wise family. The underlying principle in the book basically says this. It says that connection. If technology can connect you, in other words, if I'm using zoom to connect to my children, that's one thing. But if, if technology is isolating, it's going the wrong direction. So I'm not against technology. I'm just saying, is the technology, are we all sitting in the same room isolated because we're all on our devices or are we using the technology to connect us more to be connected as a family? And I think it's so dangerous to have um, to go through and say, we're not going to have any ground rules on technology. I think it's something we need to say. I don't want my life to just be screens. I don't want my screen to get more attention than my child, than my family, than my wife. And the truth is there are literally people who are very, very smart people who are trying to get us more and more addicted to our screens. I hate to say it, but they're trying. They 
the more money, the more time we spend on our screens, the more advertising they can sell, the more money they make. So it helps them, you know, if we can keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and looking on new things and looking at new apps and doing different things, the advertisers who buy advertising can make more money as a general rule. And so a lot of times you're the product. In other words, these, a lot of big tech companies, I won't name any names are wanting you to spend more and more time. And the more you're addicted to your screen, the more money they make. A lot of these advertising companies, they don't manufacture anything. They don't produce anything. All they do is try to get you addicted to your screen so they can sell ads. And don't let them find a way to say, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to let my family grow up on screens and again, I'm not totally anti-technology. I mean, goodness, I'm broadcasting this out through, you know, on a podcast platform, even putting it on YouTube. Um, the technology is wonderful. I'm pro-technology, but within boundaries, you know, um, within boundaries. And we've got to be so careful to not let the smart people who are trying to get us addicted to technology win get us to be clicking and reading just garbage things or mindless news articles or different things, videos. I mean, let's stop and, and spend time with our kids. And I'm as guilty of this as a lot of people where I find myself, wow, I've just wasted a bunch of time online. And it was nothing that was of, of great value. So I say it, uh, hopefully preaching to myself, let's find a way to, to do that. I've, I'm so grateful for my parents again, who, who kind of, you know, said, you know, let's not watch TV and I'll, we'll even pay you a couple hundred bucks not to. Um, and I'm also grateful that it's given that, that principle has allowed me to, you know, spend a lot of time with my son playing chess, just as one example and going camping and hiking mountains, taking trips across the country, doing things that are going to help my children. And so that's the thought for today. Hope you have a great day. I am so jealous of my wife because she gets the ultimate career. She gets to train and nurture and love our children more than I get to because I have to be doing things like this podcast. Parenting is the ultimate career. If you like what you heard today, please like, subscribe, comment, leave a review. Thank you for listening. You can also check out my book, What I Want My Children to Know Before I Die. It's available on Amazon and other bookstores. Thanks again for listening.